morning. It's Tuesday, the 6th of March, and um, it's my 42nd birthday. And this is the Tuescast for the previous week. I'm Hermione. I don't really say that very often because it's not a radio show. It's more like if you already know me, you're probably listening to this, and if you don't know me, I can't, you know, you've stumbled across it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, so I'm a 42-year-old Australian with a Scottish, Irish and German heritage. I love Scotland. I love Scotland more than I can possibly say. And that's where I belong. Um, but at the moment, I live in um, Australia. I live in Melbourne. I'm not born in Melbourne, so I'm not a Victorian. Um, I'm a South Australian where they're currently... Um, getting ready to have a state election with a strong contention from the Nick Xenophon SA Best Party and I kind of wish I was there with my hand up running in that election but I'm not. I mean I'm in Melbourne working in my job and raising a couple of kids with a couple of other people involved um, but mostly the bit that I do I do on my own and that actually suits me perfectly well. I'm not much of a um, not much of a joiner sorry I know that that's not very romantic but um, I'm beginning to think that actually romance is part of the problem romance is a is a soiled concept and a tool of the capitalist patriarchy um, I, uh, I actually did this uh, little quiz on my Facebook that uh, a friend had done and it asked me all these questions like, did I think men and women were equal? Should women be in the military? Is the gender pay gap a myth? All these sorts of questions you had to say, you know, it was like neither agree or disagree, agree, disagree, strongly disagree, strongly agree. And and after clicking things, I actually felt like I answered this one very truthfully. You know, there were some things where I went, ah, I don't really think that. Um, and I, you know, voted accordingly. And then at the end, it told me that my my dominant feminist theory as a feminist is Marxist feminism which I thought was really interesting because I do uh, I do constantly refer the the problems that I have with the system and the institutions and you know the I suppose the structural uh, problems that face women as earners and participants in society and carers and all of these things I, I do think that they're they're partly well they're largely um, because of a, an economic system that undervalues women's work, but it's also built around the invisibility of women. You know, like um, when you say that an earning potential is what makes you visible and what makes you a contributor to society and what makes you productive in in quotation marks in terms of capitalism. Do you produce capital? Do you increase the value of assets? Blah 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 blah. That economic model, I think, is fundamentally flawed. And I. The more I look into it, the more I hold to that viewpoint. Adam Smith was wrong. People do things for love. You can't measure or pay for things that are done for love. You know, it's like love is love is the value above all. And that actually leads me back to I was raised um, in um, the Uniting Church, I suppose. I went to an Anglican primary school and then a former Presbyterian turned Uniting Church Secondary School and uh, the you know I say the Lord I know the Lord's Prayer and all that but I know the not the Catholic version but the you know the Anglican version where you just keep going until the end you don't stop Catholics stop and then they add this extra bit and I find that odd but um, 
not just because it's not what I'm used to, not because it's inherently odd or anything. Um, I currently work in a Catholic environment. I'm uh, beholden to the Catholics, which I find interesting. And there are a lot of things about the Catholic education system and the Catholic church that is no doubt very laudable. And it, I think it would be um, very sad to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But my, my, my guiding principles are economic independence and feminism and um, I, uh, yeah, and also the rule of law. There is, there is no, you know, so the highest law is love one another, right? And the uh, other laws which, to which no one is above, uh, is the rule of law in your country. And um, the more civilized the country, the more civilized the law, the, the better the law to live under. But you have to live under it because you're a citizen. And so I think it's important to be politically active in your political and social systems because your citizenship is in a way your most valuable asset happy birthday i know <laughs> so let me just quickly go through some of the things um that have been happening in the last week feb february finished and um i wasn't really feb fasting to raise a lot of money i was doing it to keep to keep faith with myself i think and um the fact that it's tied in with Lent has been really interesting as well because I think um, I probably should fast more often and I should meditate regularly and, and all those things that actually keep me healthy and grounded and and provide that, that amazing thing that we talk about a lot these days, which is resilience, um, the ability to discuss things with people who disagree with us and the ability to deal with disappointment and to not give in to our immediate emotional reactions and not to fall into um, confirmation bias information silos and you know and I got into a, a bit of a Facebook fight which I shouldn't do I was on Facebook late at night and there was this post on one of those you know ridiculous sites that people like and follow and Facebook's just become a flood of information from people other than people I know now it's like constantly mini docs and ads and it's like something's gone really wrong with Facebook and I wouldn't be surprised if they they lose users in droves after this latest change I, I'm yeah I don't know if there's any oh, I don't know what do we all seek refuge in Instagram I suppose yeah don't really know don't really know where I want to be in the virtual world maybe I like maybe I'll build <laughs> that'd be really fun actually I'd like to build um an a, a a virtual eco community on the internet where um, you you join and you have to participate and we have shared assets like online socialism you think that would work <laughs> but I've been sort of participating in that a bit more by um, I, I bought a pattern off a lady on Instagram uh, the Blackwood cardigan which is uh, ever since I started following it it turns up in my Instagram feed and I always go oh that's oh that's nice. so you make your own cardigan and you can make it out of whatever you want and I'm a bit nervous about it um, because I have never sewed with stretchy fabric and stretchy fabric requires a different needle and a different tension on your machine and it's it's definitely not sewing 101 it's sewing 401 so it's not beginners sewing and one of the difficulties that I have in my life in general is that I tend to achieve the minimum level of uh, skill 
really quickly, uh, but I don't progress through to developing advanced skills in very many things because I get bored and, and also I, I like it when things are easy. But as I've gotten older, I try and push myself through that a bit, um, like I'm doing with my languages. I've kept going, you know, I'm, I do them every day. I do, uh, I just do them on Duolingo and you'll have seen them in the posts. Um, but, but literally every, every evening, I mean, I, I buy the streak freeze so that I don't, if I do one day here or there, I, it doesn't cost me my, my total. I'm over, over 365 days now. I have been for a while. I'm in like 400 and something days of everyday use with the streak freezes. But anyway, so I do, I do them in order because I'm just, I think I'm some, somewhere on the spectrum when it comes to doing things in a particular order. Like, uh, I like logic and I like order and I like systems and, and so I do my languages in the same order every time so I open up Duolingo and I start with Japanese because Japanese is my newest language and it's the one I know the least and I'm not really budging from the real groundwork so I do hiragana usually hiragana two three and four over and over and over hare kumori uh, kipu uh, kyo kyo uh, senaka uh, natsu mimi uh, and I know what these words mean now. Uh, fuyu, uh, hiru, tori, uh, neko, inu, uh, osake, ocha. You know, and they're really lovely because they're little frag, little bits, little blocks. So I really like Japanese, but I'm a bit nervous when I get onto the next level up where um, the, the little phonetic sounds are grouped together and become. Oh, so Seneca is then like two rather than three little characters and you go, oh, okay. I don't really get that. So I'm, I'm going a bit slowly from the groundwork into the, I suppose the, yeah, the structural stuff. But I'm, you know, I, I do push forward a little bit, but then I retreat. Um, and then I do Italian. Um, and then I do French, which was the language that I probably knew the best. French and German were the languages that I knew the best when I started. Um, I did French and German at school. Always did well at them. But, you know, der, die, das, die, dem, die, das, die, dem, der, dem, das. Uh, you know, like, I know it's sort of rote learning rather than um, practically. Like, I, I feel like I could actually answer some questions now if I got asked them in a few different languages, which is good. So I do my French, and then I do my German, and then I do my Danish. And Danish is my favourite language to, to, to learn. I love the way it fits together, and I love how um, how it sounds. I just, I love it. I really love it. And it makes me think maybe there's something in my cultural heritage that finds Danish familiar. I don't know. I don't, I'm not aware of any Danish heritage that I have, but um, I really love it. Uh, certain words are really just just so beautiful and sort of funny and I like hoopy which is frequent and um, um, best for best for I think is um, relationships uh, for elder and his parents um, and it's just, it actually I, I find that my in, instincts on Danish are usually quite strong anyway so I'm doing those things every day. I'm keeping my brain alive. I'm trying to read as much as I can, but really, until I stop watching Unreal, I don't think I'm going to be able to do anything else. I'm completely addicted to Unreal. And I was watching it last night, I watched an episode last night, and it struck me that 
it's so directed at the female gaze like it's a quite an an evolved show in terms of how it presents itself to the viewer the sex scenes are very feminized eroticism it's not um it's not male directed eroticism it's designed to appeal to women and i think that's awesome I really, really, really like that. I really like that aspect of it. And um, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. And it's my, I'm not sure if it's my, you know, dirty secret or if it's my cultural right to, to enjoy it. But whatever. And I've never really cared about, you know, what do they say? Create your own moral universe. Um, oh, that, <clears throat> that does remind me though. I stumbled across an article by a woman called, um, no, actually, I was reading chapters of a book by Anne Summers. Pardon me, I'm still getting over a cold. Called The Misogyny Factor, and it's about the influence of um, institutionalised misogyny on Australian institutions and government. <coughs> wow. Pardon me. <coughs> I think I might have to edit this bit out. Heavens above, that was a coughing fit par excellence. That's exactly why they have a button on a radio desk called the cough mute. I always feel really sorry for radio announcers when I hear them on who are falling to a falling prey to a nasty coughing fit because merciless <clears throat> anyway I was reading a bit of my book by Anne Summers and I've gone and ordered another book of hers which is all about the influence of economy on sex and relationships and uh, money and sex I think it's called <clears throat> I'm looking forward to that arriving that's my birthday present to myself a book about money and sex oh, oh dear <clears throat> so I've been watching Unreal and unfortunately, it's not the crown off its um, preferred post position because uh, <clears throat> when I tuned in to watch an episode of The Crown the other day, it was the start of the one with Jackie O. And I just felt it was laboring the point that the Queen cares so much about her appearance a little bit too hard. And I was thinking, <clears throat> I don't know if I really believe this. Uh, speaking of things royal, though, I. I do find the um, the current <coughs> discussion about Meghan Markle's ability to maintain her political activism as a member of the royal household to be very interesting. <coughs> I'm, I've got my eye on Harry and Meghan as a as a royal couple, partly because the first public appearance that they made was at a community radio station in Brixton, and that's really awesome. That's really awesome. Like, I don't think that I expected anything like that and they went to this really cool looking station I'm pretty sure it was Brixton <clears throat> and they and it was all about how the community media station that they went to helps young people to get training experience and find their voice and it all every every sort of everything points back to me to the importance of free and independent publicly accessible media that's one of the reasons why I do view the um the encroachment of 
<coughs> digital delivery of services with something like dismay but then again you know you get services like YouTube which have just completely revolutionized the ability of regular people to access content produced by regular people I think that's awesome um, <coughs> but yeah my voice isn't really gonna cope for very much longer so this is the birthday birthday cheese cast and um, one of the reasons why I was really excited about this birthday is because 42 is the answer spat out by the um, computer in the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. He asked the meaning of life and the um, computer says the answer is 42. And I think, well, something good's got to happen in the year I reach the age that is the answer to the question, what is the meaning of life? So on that note, take care of yourself. Um, I'm sorry if I haven't spoken to you recently. I'm sorry if I haven't really been around very much. Life's really busy at the moment. It's good, but it's really, really busy. So I am thinking of you. I do say things to you in my mind. You know, I think of jokes. I think of things that you like. But when I get on Facebook at the moment, I just seem to be really angry all the time and posting about politics. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, and by the way, those radical yes shoes are the fucking bomb. I love them. I'm going to buy more radical yes shoes, definitely. And in the meantime, enjoy your Tuesday, enjoy your week, and I will see you next Tuesday.